All right, welcome back to Podcast of the Gundam Heroes, everybody. It's episode 13 to 16 today? Yes. Yep. We're, we're and, much worse um, at counting by fours. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of nothing happens. Yeah. Um, a lot of everything happened. happened. But like, none of it mattered. Can, the thing is, we're going to be able to summarize every episode's plot in like two sentences, like as far as what actually happened that will have any effect. And then there's going to be a lot of people doing a lot of grandstanding at each other and accomplishing nothing. <laughs> Which, yeah, but I think we need to dig deep into how insane these uh, their personalities and what they're trying to achieve is getting because there's some oh bullshit in these God. episodes. It's, it's moving. I'm kind of Troa surprised. Troa the worst. Sorry, <laughs> Troa just becomes garbage. Like. He was just an idiot clown, and at least he made me laugh before, and now he's just incompetent. Also, they needed someone if, else to get... If it sounds like I'm not Ty Tuesday, I apologize. I am. <laughs> I'm just still a little sick, so I might have a little bit of extra gravel on the back and a little bit of, you know, nose on the front, so <laughs> my apologies <laughs> for that. Yeah, so uh, episode 13 starts out with uh, a recap of Troy death flagging himself with these stupid circus puns. It's gonna be uh, a real bomb. Yeah. Uh, the title's called Catherine's Tears, so I guess we'll know where this is going. The first scene, we already do some insane shit. Zex drops out of the back of the shuttle and the tall geese, and I guess, like, they're doing tests to test on it. And, like, this entire test is, oh, how about you shoot, I don't know, half a dozen missiles at me? And they're like, sir, are you sure about this? And Zex is like, fuck yeah. Oh, he so, also uh, he... does his stupid voice. Every time he's in the tall yes. geese, he does the stupid voice. It's great. So, so yeah, he uh, chops up the missiles and goes and he looks like he's about to chop up the control tower. All the soldiers are very impressed that he has mastered how to fly the tall geese. It doesn't matter. Yay. Um, also, we're introduced to two new idiots. Uh, they're flying that like cancer sub suit and the other one's in an Aries flying around. And a blue yeah, Aries. Yeah, their names are Alex and Mueller. Um, they'll show up a bit this episode. <laughs> they're fucking up some Alliance base because why not? Sorry. I just laughed because I thought about how much these two guys fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, one of, they have a quote later on. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're fucking up this Alliance base. Um, the Alliance guy's like, well, shit, we're done. Uh, they try to surrender, but the cancer guy, uh, I think that's Alex, says, uh, this is an execution, and he starts slaughtering them all. And then he starts uh, saying that over and over again. Yeah, he keeps calling yeah, it the and massacre and everything. Basically, like, yeah, they've already surrendered, and then he also, he's like, well, this was a punishment that was approved. Punishment, punishment. Or he says, yeah. what is it? He says in English, it's like, I'm just giving you... God, it was something fucking crazy. Yep. One sec, I noted it. <laughs> I sent it to everybody because I was like, how can you say that? <laughs> without, and then they just crack up. Fucking joke. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, here comes your discipline. That's what it was. Yeah, here comes your discipline as he like is mass murdering people, screaming, "Here comes your discipline!" Yeah, so they're very psychopathic and laughing after just murdering defenseless and clearly people. Clearly, deep, well thought out characters that'll last more than half an episode. With great sure. characters like we have as our main characters, we really need foils to show how good and pure they are. Nuanced foils, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so these two guys, uh, they get back on their planes and they're going to Victoria Base to get supplies or something. Uh, they're asking for knowing because I guess these two used to be students of hers. Oops. Uh, but she's out in Moscow doing her Moscow things or whatever. Uh, they're mad she's not around and they're also like, but we need troops to do our next assault. And um, yeah. 
Anyway, elsewhere, Zex and that some tech guy are watching replays of the Wing versus Talgy's fights. And this fucking, I guess they ran it through like a computer simulator matchup thing. And the computer's oh, like, this is, this, this kid is unreal. Can get ready human. for a lot of, wow, Hero sure is amazing comments. Yeah. Saying, like, he he's not doing anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, he's there's going to be a lot of people being like, wow, that guy tried to kill himself for no reason. Damn. Wow. <laughs> I wish I had that conviction. Yeah, Zex has wow. an inner monologue here where he basically fellatios Hero over how good he is and he wants to be more like Hero and piloting like Hero. It's great. Hero's so great. <laughs> Later on, guy. there's one with Troa that legit made me pause because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't yeah. stop oh, laughing. It's so terrible, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so Zex is looking at the tall geese. This Alex and Mueller dude showed up and started giving him shit for flying this ancient relic that sucks so much, you know. Uh, they're like, also, we need some uh, people to follow us in the battle tomorrow because we're going to go blow up the Alliance. And he's like, sure i'll go and like they make a big deal out of him being their subordinates and like we're gonna tell you to do stupid things and he's yeah, like I think yeah, they're really surprised that he's like you can command me but yeah because like i guess they felt that like he was a stuck-up uh, prick or something which yeah. he is but at the same time he was kind of humble and letting not be the commander for this mission or something who knows he doesn't matter he's good um, they're bad yeah next day uh they're sneaking in the battle on some barge or something and the whole deal was they sent zexon ahead as a decoy uh, to get the alliance to fire this big ass cannon they got someplace else, and so they can sneak in and blow up everything. The Noventa cannon, named after the famous pacifist. <laughs> yeah. I actually realized yes. that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> named that cannon after him. Here is my new hydrogen bomb, Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Basically, our words are tipped with nuclear weapons. Anyway, um, elsewhere, Zex is in the tall geese. Uh, the alliance are aiming their big ass cannon at him, and they shoot, and they think they got him, but they didn't. What uh, the? He flies really fast and is able to dodge all the cannon shit, whatever. Uh, the Cancer and Ares and the two other guys show up, and um, there's a pretty good line here. The <laughs> Alliance commander, he has like, they're attacking us from the oh, sea. This dude had a great voice actor. <laughs> yeah. Was, I wish I could emulate it, but um, yeah, so they... Uh, they beat up the Alliance base. Zex calls in the commander, tells him to surrender, and they do. But, of course, Alex and Mueller keep doing their bullshit where they discipline and massacre and whatever the fuck they did. Uh, they, they taunt Zex the entire time, saying they're also going to execute everybody. It's great. It's whatever. Laughing the entire time. Do you know <laughs> these guys are evil yet? <laughs> yeah. It's not very subtle. Uh, the Alliance commander has a good line. says, damn you, Oz. No one stands a chance against your cruel and immoral methods of assault. <laughs> <laughs> So the there's a th- scene here where the Alliance guy like realizes they can't surrender and they shoot a missile at Zex, but it hits some Ares that like Zex is next to. That's just like some mook. And Mueller and Alex think that Zex did it, like that Zex like, is firing it's, it's on his own. It's your fault that, that this guy died. We're gonna have you court-martialed. <laughs> No, yeah, so, like, we're just going to kill you. We're going yeah, yeah, to kill you. They just start attacking Zex. Yep. Um, Zex kills the Ares guy like quite easily, and then he jumps into the water. And so the Cancer guy thinks, like, oh, I'm going to kill Zex now because I'm in the water, and, and this suit is good and everything. But um, Zex is like, you guys are fucking idiots. And he somehow gets behind this crab suit, grabs both of the <laughs> arms, and just rips it straight in half down the <laughs> center. Fucking like, crab hammers gonna... him. <laughs> Yeah, like, I thought he was going to rip the arms off the crab suit, but no, no. it's right down the center. He just rips it apart and yells, fools, oh. the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's real stupid. It's real funny. I'm glad they died. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, they were always going to, but I was like, please just kill these guys. I do not want these guys to get any more screen time. Thank you, Zex, for killing them. It's one of those things where you watch enough anime, and when these guys are introduced, I'm like, these guys are fucking dead in 20 yep. minutes. You oh, know? God, you just yeah. straight up uh, know. <laughs> um, 
So later, Zex gives a report to some dude in Oz about Mueller and Alex and critiques. And he's like, I got to tell Noy not to teach these dudes just to do tactics. They also need to learn morals and responsibility. Yeah, it, and he gives some speech. Turns out that if you teach a bunch of programmers nothing but good programming, <laughs> they're going to use it to kill a bunch of people. Who knew? That, uh, no, it's fine. The algorithm will say, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Jeff Goldblum line from Jurassic Park? Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, Zex is reflecting about how he's rebuilding wings, so he's not better than them or something. He doesn't, whatever. We watch Zex is Tro- going through some shit. Yeah, Tro, let's get the Tro, because this is the good part of this episode. Oh, Tro is watching some cargo planes get filled up with fuel, and is like, oh, these planes must be moving fuel someplace, because they're on the move or something. So they go back to the circus, and the ringleader is like in the middle of an act, and he's in- introducing the next act, next act, and it is Troa. And then... They put the spotlights and they take the sheet <laughs> off the heavy arms, just standing inside the big top. And no one is concerned at all that a fucking Gundam is just standing there. <laughs> this is in the middle of a mil. Remember, this is them entertaining a military group. Yes, How yes. they're on the military base. Like, no one knows that. No <laughs> Hundreds one of soldiers Looking are at sitting that. in a room with a fucking Gundam, <laughs> and not just any gun, not just any Gundam. I would like to point out the one that's like fucking orange and yellow They've and stands out like a sore thumb. Of these things. <laughs> Yes, like th- someone in the audience would be like, "Oh, that thing murdered hey, my friend Jeff." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, that's the thing that killed everybody. We should go. But yeah, <laughs> like everyone's just like, "Wow, what a great performance!" And Catherine's his dipshit friend, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the chick. <laughs> yeah, she's just back there being like, "Wow, what an amazing show! Everyone's gonna come for this troll. They'll bring the house down no matter where." And he's doing nothing. It's just. There's a robot there. Robots. That's a war crime. Woo. So, like, yeah. woo, war crime. And then, like, everyone starts panicking only once he lifts up the gun, points it, like, out the fucking tent, the giant and just gun shoots down an aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah, like, it, there was a giant minigun there. That's not new. <laughs> he just kind of raises it, shoots a couple shots, then everyone's like, Oh, right, that thing's a walking war crime. <laughs> oh, and just leaves. <laughs> so, yeah, he has a great line. He's like, now for my self-detonation show and starts shooting down the cargo planes, which are taking off behind them. I don't know. Um, he keeps death flagging himself, thinking it's the last battle, and he won't worry about running on bullets and whatever. Okay, but Why? Why any of this? Why? Okay, because, because in the previous episode, Hero told him he needs to act out on his emotions, and he and, stopped taking his Zoloft, so and he has his emotions to, are telling him yeah. to um, go out in a so blaze of glory. The only way to have a good life is to act on your emotions. <laughs> no! The, the only way to have a good life is obviously to try and blow yourself up. That's what he took away from Hero's message, right? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's not a whole lot of good morals going on right now. <laughs> no. Um, so the ringleader and Catherine run out of the tent as he shoots things down. Uh, she wonders what the fuck he's doing with the Gundam, even though she was chill with him bringing and knew How he was going to bring it. Doesn't matter. Is Catherine this entire time? <laughs> he needs to actually be killing people before she's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she realizes that he wants to die and then stops running away, turns around and yells at him to stop wanting to die. And then he radiates by opening up his cockpit and yelling at her that he wants to die. Uh, and Leo gets up nearby and starts to shoot at Catherine, not the Gundam. But he does a front flip in his Gundam and lands in front of her to stop the bullets. It's really stupid. Everyone's got to save their lady in their Gundam. Yeah, and then he tells her to leave so he can blow himself up. And he opens the cockpit to tell her this. But she jumps in and punches him in the first smart move in this entire episode. (laughs) It was glorious. It was an amazing moment. Yeah, she doesn't pull it either. It's pretty, pretty tough. 
Um, she tells him she, he's pathetic and that she never, um, and that he never thought about the loved ones he would leave behind. She starts crying, and somehow this gets through to him that he can't blow himself up whenever he feels like it. And then very sudden transition. Yeah, and then immediately it goes to the next day. Hero and Troller in the truck with the heavy arms on the back of it, leaving the camp. I guess the everybody in the circus was just able to leave the military base. <laughs> yeah, but she I blew feel up. like maybe just in the chaos they were able yeah, to escape. This guy wouldn't. That circus would never get work ever again. No. <laughs> Whatever. So they're in the truck. They're about to leave. Um, she gives Hero shit for trying to brainwash Troa, and Troa says that Hero would have gone ahead with the self-destructing anyways and not been a warm and emotional and let woman's tears. It's really stupid. It's all stupid. Uh, Hero has another psychopathic thing where he says straight up to her and I guess to the audience, the only way to live a good life is to act on your emotions. Which, which is, is like, what part about Hero has given us that impression? Hero doesn't have emotions, so really when he acts, it's just... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It treats the, it like it's the, the most... stage advice. And, and even also... if it wasn't, like as an actual human heeding that advice, that's terrible. That's awful advice. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad advice. Just be impulsive all the time. Always. I sure Never am. think about anything. Like, no. I think, mm, I'm assuming there has to be something where, like, we're supposed to think new types can just kind of see the future a little bit. Like, that's hot, that's yes. the only that's the only way anyone ever thinking anything these people do is not the dumbest shit on the, in the universe <laughs> makes any sense. Like, Whenever anyone says, ah, yes, this is very logical, the only way it could possibly be logical is if you know how every single person involved in the thing would have reacted individually, and also everything they were doing that you couldn't have witnessed at the same time. That's the only way you could consider it logical, which is dumb. Maybe (laughs) Heroes is trying to mix everybody up by telling them all really shitty advice, and since like Hero is so good and hasn't died, they think that the reason he is not dead is because he is taking his own, quote, shitty advice. And so he's trying to just get all of his friends killed. (laughs) I mean, that that would be like the Yomi mix-up, right? There we go. That would would be a hero move. (laughs) Classic hero. Anyway, the end of the episode is them driving off at the sunset. The ringleader and Catherine are staying behind. Uh, The ringleader says Trouble was really good at his job. I never saw any indication Citation or evidence needed. of that. See, and then Kat, to yeah. me, this was the dumbest part of the episode. But despite everything, <laughs> because the ringleader is like, "Oh, I hope he comes back someday. He's so good at his job." When he just had a Gundam blow up a military base that they were hired to perform at. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think like, they got a cash advance on that? <laughs> I hope their so. references are ruined. <laughs> Okay, episode 14 starts out with the same recap of Catherine giving him shit and Hero being a psychopath. Uh, the title of this one is The Order to Destroy Zero One. Um, we're at a library. Hero is doing some bleat hacking. He drops a disc and Tro picks it up, and it's obvious that his shoulder is still giving him, his left arm is still giving him issues. He, he got um, blown up, but now only his shoulder is a problem. Yeah. I, he broke like every bone in his body in episode three, but now and his everything left healed arm but the flop shoulder. Yeah, he still has know. a cut on his left arm after a month. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the entire thing is they were looking up on Facebook or something for this lady named Sylvia Noventa. If that name rings a bell, it's because Field Marshal Noventa was the guy in the shuttle that Hero chopped in half when he was trying to do peace, but was an Oz boy. And, yeah. He was the so one that went, now, now, son, don't be <laughs> <Yes>. rash. <laughs> yeah, right before he got chopped in half. <laughs> um, we cut over to Noin and Relena. They're on some sailboat on a river. 
and they're both dressed like that French aristocrat Oz uniform bullshit, so I guess... Melina's someone... looking good, I gotta say. I mean, it's not a bad look, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, yeah, she's looking fine. She makes note that there's a bunch of Leos guarding this mansion, and she asks why the Romafellers wanted all these mobile suits to be... De- get, get ready to hear the word <laughs> Romafeller and laugh every time yeah. for, like, the yeah. next three episodes. <laughs> yeah, so she asks... Also, why get ready for Relena to say one of the craziest things. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. Yeah, so she asks uh, uh, Noin why the Romafellers were so big into the R&D on the mobile suits, and Noin basically says, wow, cool robot. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's like, because they're war machines, and people look up to machines that look like humans, and there's the wow factor, and it's, yeah, whatever. Um, Relena has some, like, peace pacifist uh, shit about, like, in war, a frenzied death is the most honest way to die. Or I don't know what the fuck they were going at here. There's a lot of that. Um, the narrator breaks in to say that all of Oz is in chaos. All of Oz's chaos is due to the Romafella plan, so, like, Oz was, it's like a... Makoshov doll or whatever like there's the alliance and inside the alliance Oz was kind of pulling the strings but inside Oz the Romafellers are kind of pulling the strings right right um, the Romafellers bigwigs are having this big meeting and that's where Noin and uh, Relena are going in this mansion uh, the Romafellers are founded by European royalty and that's why they have all this money and power and everything and they're all snooty and aristocratic um, European royalty still fucking sucks all this yeah. time later <laughs> They also mentioned the thing that we saw before, that they provided all the suits to the Alliance to gain power and also their own forces so they could do a coup. Um, Noin and Relena get off the boat and go inside, and Noin pats Relena down so she doesn't pull another gun on someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's fair enough at that, that point. People in Spide are responsible for her father's, or not her foster father's death, but like you can't do anything, and Relena says that she's going to act like a sovereign of the peaceful Sanct Kingdom. So, like, I so guess... she knows, like, like, now that she's like not just from there that she's like the princess i don't know that, yeah, that like that's the thing that's weird about in this the background <laughs> yeah like she met up with that dude a couple episodes ago that told her about her real father being the king of the same kingdom so she knows she's a princess i guess she wikipedia like, it and was like "Ooh, yeah. that's me now but oh, at the yeah, same I, time I now yeah, but at the same time, she thinks that now she is king shit of fuck mountain like she thinks <laughs> yeah. that she is in charge of all this she does. She's just like, no, I rule it now. It's mine. Yeah. So um, the Romafeller, there's a Romafeller guy giving like a speech inside and saying that the Alliance wanted to settle everything with dialogues. But like, really, you know, the Alliance was kind of bad at that. And maybe us being, you know, aristocratic goody two shoes to just control everything. Wouldn't that be cool if we just controlled everything? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they say, like, ruling requires responsibility, and the Alliance doesn't want to be responsible for all this shit. And look at us. We're good at ruling. We used to be monarchs. So let's rule. Um, the divine like, right of kings you, reinvented. Yeah, the Alliance wanted shit like equality and freedom, but that's stupid. No one gets that shit. Really, <laughs> we should be ruling. It's, yeah, very self-congratulatory on their part. And Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm trying to figure out. They're saying, like, Oz sees the Gundams as a minor menace because they can hold the colonies hostage. So really, there's nothing in their way for... Oz ruling anymore and um, Relena's on the sidelines listening to all this saying that you know Oz sacrifices civilians in order to rule while Hero is going to kill himself in order to you know defend what he thinks is right and these Oz people will never understand how cool Hero is and how much I want to fuck Hero she's wrong Hero (laughs) killed himself because that was literally his goal (laughs) for the first 10 episodes Like, yeah, this is going to be, again, another case of a lot of people trying to act like someone trying to commit suicide was cool and good, yep. when in fact it was just stupid as just hell. Just dumb. <laughs> it was just, 
just real dumb. So this this is great shit here. Uh, the guy, <laughs> the Rumblefeller guy, introduces uh, Trays as this brave knight, you know, ruling, for, you know, fighting for Oz and the Oz ideal and the Rumblefeller ideal, whatever. And uh, Trace has this fucking speech. He starts saying that the people think that Oz are heavy-handed, but, you know, we're really keeping control right now. That's great. And then he has this line, God let people run free, but people need to be ruled. But that can only happen if there's a system above God. And I just don't even know what he's fucking talking about. He, he, talks about how he just <laughs> rambles a bit, and he really should have been, like, escorted off the stage because he was very drunk. <laughs> yeah, it almost and most like, of it makes no sense. No. And then at the end he says, like, yeah, like... Yeah, I think God would get it. And then everybody just stands up and is like, yeah, man. Yeah. And light him like up. Tell him Clint, again. And Philly like, like Clint it, Eastwood speech where he just talks out a chair for half an yeah. hour and no one pulls him off stage. Yeah. But then at the end, they all like stand up and congratulate woo, him. And woo. like, how often do you think in real life you could get away with ending a speech and that's why I'm better than God. <laughs> and then still get, like, a I mean, big how many? Because that's basically what he just did. How many keynotes did Steve Jobs give? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, um, Noin's listening to this and with Relena, and she thinks that all oh, this is fucking insane. She turns her um, head to the right and Relena's gone, which is pretty yeah. impressive because, like, did she just close her eyes and fall asleep for a little bit? <laughs> I don't know, like, listening to that speech also made me want to just close my eyes. Uh, Relena has something to say about this bullshit, and she gets up on the stage and takes the mic and calls them all idiots and says the Gundams are going to come and kill them all. Uh, Knowing panics being her PR handler person and comes and gets her off the mic. Uh, They get off stage, and Relena meets Trey's for the first time, and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if she knows... Like, she knows who he is, obviously, because he was introduced, but, like, I don't know if she knows that he knows... Zex yet? It's she, she doesn't know like Zex exactly or whatever, or at least the show plays like she doesn't yet. Yeah, she like, figures it, it out off screen at some point. Yeah, and so there's a great shot here of Trey's looking at Relena, and she has that death stare on, and then somehow superimpose the wing exploding with Hero having the death stare comes up. Yeah, it's I, great. I don't get it because I, I again what's trying to do is trying to do her stare is you know heroes eyes because they have the same eyes because they keep they keep banging on that they're drum. doing that shit it's dumb but but Trace didn't see that Zex no. did <laughs> yeah like yeah weren't even so, there Noin escorts her off. Trey's apologizes to all the aristocratic idiots for her. Um, some guy gives him shit. Is like, oh, that Zex henchman you got. He has too much freedom. Rumor is he's reconstructing the Gundam, and that's bad. Completely unrelated, says, by the way. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. They just had the shoehorn the scene in for the next yep. episode. Oh, this uh, makes Trey's, no sense. Trey's None of this makes gonna, any sense. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, okay, so. Devil's advocate here. Relena got on stage and told them the Gundams were going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should be concerned about the Gundams. No, Maybe. no, but they have Fair. one, and they're like, "Hey, we should blow it up instead of I don't know using it to fight the Gundams." They haven't. Yeah, they well, captured it. They they have it now. Monarchs are a bit inbred. Um. <laughs> that is the only explanation that makes sense because it genuinely bothered me so much that they were like. We've well, got to destroy this Gundam we've already captured. <sighs> yeah, so yeah. they told us to trace, and Trace is kind of nonchalant about it, but it's like, yeah, I'll tell Zex to stop it, whatever, shut up. Uh, Noin calls in to Zex telling about this exact same thing we just saw, and he asks, like, Zex, will you blow up the Gundam mm-hmm. if you need to? And he deflects and starts acting, asking about Relena because he knows that that's his sister. Um, 
he asked her like what did she do how much does she know and that like darlin told her a lot and all that is they're just catching up on who knows what and it really doesn't matter all, all of all. this that was told off screen by the way yeah the important thing to note here is noin tells zex that he told that she told relena oh, that zex is a soldier brought up in the sanct kingdom so relena does not know that zex is her brother yet uh, right. that's the big takeaway here uh, she also told relena that zex was there when wing exploded which is um, weird info but sure yeah um yeah zex just tells her not to get anything about the village this is all going on for too long this cuts from their phone call between noin and <laughs> yes. zex to a picture of relena staring at a wall saying quote i could set fire to this whole castle and burn it down right now there's like no explanation <laughs> no start just you know you ever you ever post that as your facebook wall or what on your facebook <laughs> You know, I could just burn this whole place down right now. You know, no one, I could burn this whole podcast down right now. <laughs> just think about it. But see, your joke doesn't work because we're just talking about this. This is a hard cut to her staring off in the space. Anyway. It's true. It's very bizarre. Like, it, it's it's extremely out of nowhere, I think, is the big thing. Yeah. Like, even more so. And it's, it's extremely good when later on we figure out that, and I'll spoil it now because I don't give a shit. <laughs> Relena is intending to be a ruler, or there are people who want her to be a ruler yeah. who yeah. is sensible and supports peace. And just Relena everything. Who was like, honestly, the only cool way to die is frenzied in battle. Like, what? <laughs> burn it to the ground. I'll just burn this castle right now. So I have the note here, Trace is an atheist and also a masochist, and I have no idea what that in reference to. He, he was like, I don't believe in God... Um, I don't remember the masochist part, but I also totally <laughs> believe that he could straight face deliver a monologue that, ex- that said that. And then next episode be like, I've never liked pain very much myself. It's an unnecessary yeah. human emotion. Uh, so we get a quick narrator recap about Fuel Marshal Novella and how he died. Wanted disarmament, but he died because Hero chopped him in half, and there's a recap of that. Now, we cut son. over to Hero and Troll in the world's widest truck. <laughs> This they show this a panning shot. I love it takes it like so much. a whole fucking three or four frames to get from Troa, who's on the left side of the truck, to Hero, who is on the right side of the truck, and between them, there's like seven seats. They sit at a respectful distance of like fifteen feet. <laughs> um, they're driving the truck someplace. Um, oh yeah, this is what this. Is. So they stop and meet up with Sylvia Novella, who is the field marshal's granddaughter, I think. Yeah. Um, or they're, they're looking for Oh, they're looking her. for her. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, she's yeah. being she told. is in a house, and yeah. they said that the Oz are coming to blow it up, and she's still under the Alliance protection. She doesn't want to leave because she's still looking at grandfather's personal belongings, and she doesn't want to leave the memory behind. Her voice acting is really strange, like she's on a whole bunch of, like, fucking painkillers or something. Yes. Yeah, it, it's like she's trying to do an accent, but can't decide what. The accent yeah. is I took a bunch of fucking hydrocodone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so outside, enemies start attacking, and there's a fight between Oz pilots and the Alliance Leos. Um, a Leo, this is great. A Leo shoots down an Oz pilot in like in the airy suit, and like the air suit doesn't explode; it just kind of crash lands. The pilot's like, "What have I done?" He gets out and immediately gets fucking sucker punched by Troa, who was standing outside the <laughs> yes. suit as he fell out of it. <laughs> just waiting. They, yeah. Uh, they listen in on the radio, and they're listening to um, they, their whole mo is they don't want to have either of those two sides find out that they're hiding the heavy arms down underneath in the sewers or something he's just um, like yeah we they can't ever find my gundam no one must know and that becomes a theme how did they get it down there? don't worry about it <laughs> yeah, <don't. laughs> 
Uh, elsewhere, uh, Sylvia is trying to evacuate from the town. Like, I guess she waited until shit started exploding near her to run outside. Uh, shit explodes as she gets knocked back. Hero is driving a truck and almost hit her. <laughs> yes. her yells her name at, like, fucking max volume. <laughs> and then rolls the truck twice into a wall and then gets out totally fucking fine. <laughs> Even though earlier it showed that his arm was hurt. Yes. Yeah. He, he fucking threw that truck. And it was. Like, she's, like, out in the street. He comes up out of nowhere, yells, Sylvia Noventum! And flips the truck. <laughs> in about, like, I don't know, three seconds for all of that. And the funny thing about Pat noticed this when we were watching it. The truck has three axles on it. The second <laughs> axle is behind the front axle where the car turns. So right. there's, like, the turning wheel, a double wheel axle, and then in the far back, another double wheel axle. So that truck, would ne- that's why the truck flipped. It can't turn. <laughs> they call that the bonus axle. It's actually a train car. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he gets out of his uh, truck fine and, like, goes up to her. She wonders who he is. Um, we see a brief shot of in the sewer someplace. Heavy Arms is chilling down there. Uh, what am I trying to write here on these notes? Oh, the uh, uh, the Alliance guys got knocked back into the sewer somehow, and the Oz pilots are about to attack him. And they found they, the Gundam, and they were like, oh, well, we better protect uh, we this We protect this because then it will come and help us. <laughs> and, and it kind of doesn't, and they all die. Yeah, I don't understand. So the thought process is these Alliance soldiers are about to get overrun by the Oz troops. They're retreated to the sewers, they see the Gundam. So me, I would be like, fuck, maybe I can get in that Gundam. Right? right? But Or maybe we could use this Gundam as bait somehow for an ambush. But there's the, they think, no, let's wait for the pilot to come back and help us. The pilot <laughs> who's been killing Alliance people. It, it doesn't matter because they get themselves blown up. They, uh, they all does die. It. They all die. Yeah. Troll there's eventually, this weird it, thing where like everyone is just supposed to... It's like they can't decide if... The Gundam pilots are supposed to be like Superman, comma Spider Man, or whatever, or like actual rebel vigilantes right. that murder militants. Like they're assassins. We yep. don't really need to beat around the bush here. They're just killers. So I, it's always really odd when someone's like, "Oh, the venerable Gundam pilots yeah. will save us," and it's like, "Do you mean the ones who <laughs> killed the pacifists? Yeah, <laughs> like the ones who really recently just." Blew up a shuttle of pacifists for no discernible reason. Those ones. Okay, cool. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, I was yelling at the TV. Pat yeah. and I were so angry. So, so then Troll gets his suit. Yeah, he eventually does show up, and he does eventually blow up the Oz suits because he says, quote, I can't let Oz or the Alliance find my suit, even though he just let both Oz and the Alliance find his suit. <laughs> yeah. And also, off camera, an Alliance guy at a radar station is like, wow, there's an unidentified suit that blew up Oz. I wonder who that could be. We're grateful. Well, it's whoever it is... Let's not look into that. Yeah. So All right, there's a let's time, finish this episode up. Yeah, so there's a time cut uh, later on. There's Sylvia and Hero yes, are at her, yes, yes, at yes, her yes, grandfather's yes, yes, grave. Yes. He, this scene is so amazing. Sorry, I need to preface this with, hey, everybody, shut the fuck up. If you have been like kind of zoning out on the podcast, it's all right. I get it. But like, no, for real, this next scene is amazing. Okay, so it's Sylvia, someone doing Hero, the craziest thing they're at the grandfather's grave. Yeah. Hero hands okay. her a bouquet of roses and a gun. And he tells her, <laughs> hey, I killed your grandfather. Sorry about that. I fucked and up. I'm, it was a bad I'm, thing, but I did do I'm it. I'm going to make sure context is super clear on this one. So this, again, is Hero at, at the grave with the daughter of the pacifist leader that he murdered. And he's like, he went out of his way to find her and like all this. And then is that his? Is that the fucking grave with her? And then he's just kind of like, 
oh, hey, sorry about, sorry for your loss. Oh, by the way, I killed him. That was me. Here's a gun. <laughs> yeah, if you want to shoot me in the head, here's a gun. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and everyone, and then, of course, she has, like, a breakdown because, of course, she does. She just looks angry at first and grabs the gun and wants to shoot him. But the then mood. she calls him a coward saying, you're taking the easy way out and doesn't shoot him. And then he's like, and, okay, you're not going to kill me. I'm going to go see your grandmother in Italy. Bye. And walks see away. See if she's going to kill me. Do you think he and let her keep then, the gun? And, Do you think he has a separate then, gun for each family member? Yes, he does. He lets them keep and, the gun. And then <laughs> and we then. cut to Troa, who Troa is show. sitting in a car just kind of explaining. He's like, Oh, hey, Troy, he makes him go. Or he, the hero's taking every single family member of the person he killed on accident and going through them one by one, seeking a verdict. Every th- and then says this line, which yep. is unbelievable. Yep. Everything he does is so thorough and well thought out. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's handing people guns and being like, shoot me in the head. You won't. <laughs> So thorough and well thought out, he just blows himself up, and then he's just cool with it afterwards. God, I lost my my goddamn shit. That was incredible. Yeah, so as he's walking away, like the guy who accidentally got tricked into killing a boatload of pacifists (laughs) and arguably being the catalyst for a change in world order on accident. Everything he does is so thorough and well thought out. God. What a fucking wad. What a wad. No one in this show has thought out. Okay. Um, so as he's walking away, Silver asks him, like, how can you be so clear cut about war? And Hero's like, it's the only way to live. Which and then he smokes a cigarette with takes what a long said. drag. Yeah, but he, this doesn't make sense what he said previously about acting on your emotions. Yeah. Even, like, even in the context of two episodes, they can't keep his motivations fucking straight. Nope. <laughs> Elsewhere, uh, Dex is sitting on a barge, and the, the uh, wing, uh, the wing, uh, the zero one or whatever, sitting on the side of a riverbank, strewn and, out against the mountain, yeah, like a burnt like one of his French girls. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of posing there, but um, it blows up, and he's blowing, he's self blowing this up for this uh, Roma feller inspector general guy who looks like the fucking Nazi from Raiders yes. of the Lost Ark. Yep, actor, act, act, yeah. Um, the inspector general guy is like, okay, this is cool. You blew it up, but I want to see the remains. His ex is like, yeah, that's cool. Go look at it. Uh, they leave Basically, on this dude is just an investigator for the Illuminati. Yeah. Like, the Illuminati is basically being like, hey, we told you to blow up that Gundam. Why did you want me to blow up the Gundam again? Because we told you to. And now we're the Illuminati and we're sending an Illuminati inspector. We're making sure. And, and also, this guy is the worst character as well. In yep. a show full yeah. of worst characters, this investigator so is also yeah. the worst character. Yeah. 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 So the inspector goes out to go look at the parts. Um, the inspector is like, this Zex guy is really crafty and careful. I have to be thorough in my investigation. And they cut over the Zex. He's talking with the mechanic. He's like, yeah, it's a good thing we need to blow up the actual Zero One. Um, <laughs> he's oh, talking he's about so how. Funny. Yeah. They're talking about like how they want to, like, catch Zex fucking up so they can frame him and like the inspector general wants to use that to move up in the Romafeller foundation and we see that the wing isn't actually blown up they blow up a bunch yeah, of sp- stairs it's really just down at the bottom of the lake they yeah, capture so is, it under the water how do you get that do you have to send the scuba guy in there and even if you get there it's like you're gonna flood the cockpit trying to get yep. back inside of it there's some delicate electronics in there wait 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 are you suggesting maybe these things should be remote piloted and in fact if they were some kind of suicide machine (laughs) you would not need a pilot in them in the first place is what you should remember this what you are saying what 
Anyway. Uh, episode 15, we got a recap of Troa thinking Hero is the smartest man on Earth and Sylvia calling him a coward and an idiot. Uh, the title is To the Battleground Antarctica. Uh, Hero and Troa are leaving some mansion. Um, we see that Troa is knocking off like a name on a list and there's like 20 of these names. And yeah, we come so- to realize that he is at the next of kin for like 20 people and is still not dead. So Troa yeah. is like... Dude, give it up. No one's going to fucking shoot you in the head. Right, but all of it is off stream, including one that's going to be really important later on. All of it. Yeah, I don't get why they did that one off screen. Yeah. Because you would think that that would be like a pivotal thing that's maybe important to show for, I don't know, your show, the plot. No, no, it's easier just to say it happened and not show it. (laughs) Yeah. So they're walking through a market and they realize they're being tailed. Um, Tro is like, Yuri Haram is injured. I'll take care of this. Somehow he finds a motorcycle. And then, a bike like, that is also like color coordinated with heavy arms, them, and then they go having a chase in an alley. <sighs> this chase goes for way too long until he eventually front flips off the bike onto a laundry wire, which is thirty feet above the alley. The motorcycle flies off into the distance and crashes. The car crashes, and into Hero takes post. a truck out of town. Yeah, it's. They wanted to show that Troa is cool and maybe can do front flips in a circus manner. Who knows? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was literally, it was literally, yeah, watch him do flips off of a bike trapeze and land on a high wire. Wow, it's because he's a circus man, get it? Mm. But that's not, circus men can't do that. <laughs> I wanna, that's hey, not everybody. Normal. Hey, everybody, let's have a heart to heart here. It's your boy, Ty Tuesday. Circus guys aren't wizards. <laughs> they just, uh, sure? they practice stuff a Gundam lot. Pilots yeah, are, it's in a, it's in a very, very, very controlled environment. Uh, they, in fact, cannot just do the... Okay, well, Gundam stuff. <laughs> anyway, at the warehouse. Yeah, yeah so at the warehouse. Off, they, Hero and, and Tro meet at the warehouse where the heavy arms is chilling. Where do they find all these fucking empty warehouses where no right? one's looking like, behind did their you, Gundams? Did you fucking rent that out? Did you have yeah, to put something like, down? I haven't brought this up at all because it's just kind of a thing that we don't even pay attention to. But, like, in the seriously, in the 15 episodes we've seen, they've hidden Gundams in warehouses, I'm guessing, 12 or 13 times. Warehouses, obvious truck beds, like... Uh, in a sewer, just kind of <laughs> under the city, I guess. They like, just put that there. So, that Gundam has to weigh, like, 30 or 40 tons. How did they get it? Also, there? it has to be the most easily detectable thing on the Earth because it's <laughs> roughly as detectable as... A battleship that flies, <laughs> yeah. and it looks like a Gundam, and is bright orange and yellow. How did no one see the heavy arms? Yeah. How did no one At see the point. heavy arms ever? How does anyone miss the heavy arms Gundam? It's so ugly. Like I would notice it just being like, "Ooh, someone has bad taste in paint jobs." Like, <laughs> and the thing, That's the, the thing is really weird about Lambo it too. Is like they talk the later about the how it's actually heavy. Like the gun is really heavy on it, and I can see yep. like the wing being lighter since it transforms into a jet. But, like, the heavy arms would weigh a shit ton. It's like you would have to go on certain roads that can take the weight and your truck would have yeah. to be filled up. And, yeah. It is filled with missiles. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know this, missiles, pretty heavy. Yeah, it's also filled with a Gatling gun. And, like, that's just got to be shooting, like, depleted uranium, which is one of the heaviest elements. Yeah, like, yeah. ballistics. Very heavy in general. Like, there's a reason that if you look at, like... Okay, so I've actually watched, uh, because I have a friend, Loon, who really into boat stuff, <laughs> there's, like, videos on how you operate, like, actual battleship cannons and shit. Yeah, no, those shells aren't really, like, those take teams. Yeah, multi-man things just <laughs> like, to load the gun. Th- that's how big this shit is. So it's, yeah, that Gundam would weigh a million pounds. <laughs> so heavy. Uh, 
Anyway, uh, Troll and Hero talking about how they want to ship out the Gundam on a ship or whatever, but they're being watched. Noin shows up. Noin just know, walks in. Like, she no. left Russia with, like, Relena behind, but, like, she shows up and introduces herself. You guys uh, didn't pull... realize that, because I was like, how did Noin find them? But if they rented that warehouse... Yeah, maybe she just looked <laughs> at the manifest. Yeah, maybe she just looked at <laughs> the one that said, Google. not a Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they introduce herself. They pull a gun on her. Uh, she talks a lot. Listen, I understand you don't trust me, but Zex is cool and he wants to meet you. Not as an Oz soldier, but as a pilot, you know, as a Gundam pilot. And Hero's like, okay, cool. And yeah, Troll's sure. like, what the fuck are you thinking? But he goes along with it? Yeah. <sighs> Troll the doesn't give a fuck. The only way to a good life is like following your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get a cut to another insane scene. Relena's butler is like on a computer and they're trying to contact Zex on Skype, but like they can't find him because he's busy doing shit. But they found out like this butler does some leak hacking and figures out that Zex ordered a lot of Gundanium from space. And somehow Zex they is like the worst at keeping secrets. Yeah, they Gundanium somehow... from outer space. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they somehow put two and two together and realizes, oh yeah, they're rebuilding the wing. Because, like, I guess the rumors are everywhere now that the wing was destroyed, but that's just destroying so was a fake. Sex is so bad at this. <laughs> Keeping yeah, a secret. it was enough Gundanium to build two Gundams. So the butler, <laughs> using Google, has figured out <laughs> that Yeah, the Zex didn't actually pull up the wing, so that means everyone else should know now that he didn't actually pull up. He to the conclusion that he's rebuilding Wing 4 heroes so they can fight. Which that is does the most happen, yes. Shit. That's a bit of a jump. But also, how bad do you have to be to get blown up by Ask Jeeves? Like, <laughs> like, Google, I get it. Ask Jeeves, though? Come on. Dog? That's the butler's name is Jeeves. It's, yep. it's Jeeves, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't give a shit what the show says it is. Okay. And the a reason who gets online and searches for things. Yeah. Okay. Man, and yeah, here's the most the insane Jeeves. part. The reason that the butler re- thinks that he is rebuilding the wing for the hero is that the butler somehow how had a fencing match with fucking like I guess it was the butler for the Peacecraft family. He had a fencing match with Zex thirteen years ago when Zex when was he a was kid. Wait, wait, when he was six. So Zex is nineteen. <laughs> Colonel Zex, a veteran of war. I never realized that. Wow. 19 oh my god! How did I not put that together? He's also a teen, and I hate it. <laughs> Zex? I assumed Zex was like a solid 28. Right? Right? That was the... We were like, yeah, he is is 27, and you'd still be a prodigy at that point. Yeah, I could see him being, yeah, grand prodigy, late 20s, like, guy who's the head of military way too young, but, man... Yeah, all right. Yeah, anime 19 <laughs> is about 28, so... I'm curious now. I gotta figure out how old Char was fucking in Mobile Suit Gundam. This is going to drive me insane. God. All right. Well, as, as he Google was figures that out. Okay. So, okay. so <laughs> the butler, uh, like they have the flashback and the butler had broken his foil because apparently in this universe, it's very easy to just break, break a fencing yeah. foil. Yeah, Zex just but, slapped it. And instead of like knocking it out of his hand, it fucking snapped. Let me tell you about fencing or, foils. That shit is made from the lowest carbon steel. That shit bends more than breaks. That's oh, literally yeah. the point <laughs> is to bend. Yeah, that's like their thing. And yeah, so then immediately after it breaks, Zex runs to the wall, tiny Zex, and grabs him another one. And then he's just like, see, he hates his opponent having a handicap. And it's like, well, okay. 
Okay. Sure, I guess. So, and- Relena really wants to get in touch with Zex because she knows he knows about Hero. Uh, Butler figures out, like, oh, Mrs. Noventa is also looking for him. And uh, that is the wife of the person, of the leader of the pacifists that Hero blew up for no good reason. Yeah, it'd be Sylvia's yep. uh, mother from the previous episode. Grandmother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandmother? Something like that. Yeah, something like that, she goes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they somehow figure out that Miss Noventa is looking for Hero, and so Relena's like, well, let's contact Miss Noventa and see if she can figure this shit out. This goes nowhere. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Back in Antarctica, Zex is talking to Noin, and he thanks her for finding Hero and Troa. Uh, they're rebuilding the wing in the background. Uh, Trey's also somehow knows that Zex has... <laughs> God, this fucking scene. Okay, Everyone so Trey's, knows. <laughs> Trey's is at like the Palace of Versailles or whatever. He's walking along. He knows that Zex destroyed a dummy and not the actual wing. He's, he's monologuing like, oh. to himself, by the way. Yes. All alone. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I really like Zex. He's a cool guy. But like, I'm wondering if I should rein him in because it's kind of fucked up that he's rebuilding a terrorist weapon to give to the terrorist to fight to the terrorist in a fucking duel. Meanwhile, behind him during this monologue, there is yes, a toddler yes, yes, on yes, his yes, back. Yes, 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 The mother is this not scene, paying attention to the toddler, and the toddler gets, oh, like, really close to the edge of the he, water. He's chasing a butterfly or something. Okay, so I'm going let, to... Let me let me set the scene here, because this <laughs> is really again. crucial. So, again, they're trying to make this seem like Trey's Cruzionata is, like, a genius, cool guy. But what is happening is... There is a tiny baby out on a dock, um, like uh, just kind of walking along the edge of a pier, and it's chasing a butterfly, and it gets right to the edge of the pier and is like about to fall off into a lake. And when I say baby, I mean like legit. We're talking not like walking baby. Nine, He's crawling. Nine baby. He's crawling. Yeah, yeah. Like we're I'm, ta- I'm talking like maybe like 1.5 year max. Like pretty pretty small baby still. Um, not great suited for falling in lakes. <laughs> and uh, So the thing is, though, is the mom goes, oh, fuck, and starts moving to go save her child, as a reasonable person would do. And what does Trace Kustranata do? No, ma'am. Trace he puts was, his arm like, in front of her and body blocks her and is just like, no, your the baby child must will make learn. The choice. And he- your baby must decide to live. And then the baby gets really bored with the butterfly eventually and then turns around and sees its mom and then immediately stands, stands up and, and starts, starts walking. walking. Yeah. And it's amazing because the mom is crying because she thinks a psychopathic military man has just condemned her child to death. <laughs> <laughs> so she is, as a reasonable person, crying because like, the horrible thing things so, are happening to her. The and then she lo- he, lo- he makes her look up. He's like, look, I was right, though. And she's smiling <laughs> when I think, I think she would actually just grab the kid, and then Run. call the police. Just, just walk <laughs> off Run. that dock as fast Here's as possible. Here's the thing that's the most fucked up about this scene. I interpreted this as, like, Trace was trying to figure out if he should let Zex do what he wants or to ring him in. And the mm-hmm. baby, should we ring the baby oh, in or yeah. should we let the baby do what? Is that, it's trying to make this the show most has tortural the allegory of a giant right here. Hammer. But, like, it's like, that's not- the thing is, yeah, it's supposed to be a metaphor, but the thing is, Metaphors, when presented like this, only work in subtle ways if they are things that could reasonably happen normally. Yeah, so my question <laughs> like, is that in this metaphor of the baby being reined in, Trey's blocked the mother, but Trey's would be the mother in this metaphor. So is Trey's blocking himself to see if he wants to reign? He, yeah, Zex he's in? just like, ah, I'm sure Zex will feel, I'm sure Zex will stand up and walk back to me. I will say, they did draw a pretty cute baby. It's a good baby. I liked the baby. Yeah, so <laughs> Trey's favorite character the in the show. Good baby. After Trey's baby. body blocked his mother, he realizes, oh, Zex wouldn't cause me trouble. Uh, let's just let him do what he wants. Everybody's worrying too much, which is 
not correct, but hey. So it, hey, it turns out maybe making all of your decisions based off of babies just doing whatever arbitrarily <laughs> not great. <laughs> Roughly, like we're talking oh, that is some Groundhog yeah. Day shit. Yeah. Of just uh. like, oh, let's see if a baby casts its shadow. <laughs> So, so back in whatever port town Hero and Co. were in. Yeah, the inspector watches the Oz, the blue Oz shuttle of uh, Zex take off and tells his G-Man buddies to keep watching. Uh, we realize that on the Oz shuttle that took off, Heavy Arms is there along with Troa, uh, Hero, and Noin, and they're going to Antarctica. Uh, Hero and Troa are having some questions about, like, does the heavy arms have better, like, is the left arm heavier than the right arm and shit? And all it's setting up is that Hero's left arm is still fucked up and the heavy arm's left arm is heavy. So that makes it so he's at a disadvantage when he fights if he was going to fight in there. Um, a guy, one of the pilots on the shuttle, like, meanwhile, is asking him, he's like, hey, these guys are terrorists. Should we just off them right now? Wait, sorry. I, I just realized something. There isn't a like a nerve suit in this one. So no. why would Hero having his left arm wounded because make it harder for him to Troll is a fucking feedback. idiot. It does explain <laughs> where Troll make like he could have made it so that the left and right arms control exactly the same, you know, just give it a little more gas so that it moves with the giant arm on it. But Troll was like, "No, I like to feel exactly how heavy the left arm is." Yeah. Oh, so he's one of those dudes who's just like, no, no, I actually like not having power steering. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's me. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Yep. So, uh, Jesus. Yeah. This pilot is asking Noin to push off them because they're terrorists. And Noin's like, you don't truly understand how Zex feels. And you would never forgive you if you did this. And the guy's um, like, uh, as long as you're paying me. Okay. And this is the scene that uh, yes. you were talking about earlier, yes. Serene. Yeah. Relaine is just chilling, eating di- dinner or something, and she gets a note from the butler that Mrs. Novella for- wants her to forward to Hero. Like, I guess she just didn't know what his forwarding address was. So she takes a look at the note and reads the note, and we get a flashback to when Hero met with Novella asking her to shoot him. Which never happened in the show. Yeah. No, it, it happens off camera. Yep. And Mrs. Novella narrates this letter, and she is like, I forgive you, Hero, about my husband's death. Uh, I have no regrets. It was war. You thought that the future was bright, and I pray that in the battles we'll see. It's like she forgives him. Which, again, like, everyone goes so far out of their way to be like, oh, that child is just misunderstood. It's okay, Hero. You were doing your best. You're the greatest. It's not your fault, baby. And it's like, except for, like... All the times it's super is. Like, yep. <laughs> like, this letter is kind of pivotal, and yet it's based on a scene that didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah, it's uh. so badly written. Uh, so she's like, oh, Mrs. Novella knows where it is. We're going to go see her and find Hero or something. Um, meanwhile, back on the airplane, Noin gives Hero and Troa coats for the cold, and we see that Hero's arm is still bleeding profusely. Yeah, you should get that checked out, dude. I don't know. Uh, Zex, someplace in Antarctica, is talking to Mechanic about repairing the wing. He wants it as close to functional as possible because he wants an honorable duel with no handicaps. Um, Noin gets a... This fucking scene. Noin gets a notice that they're being tailed by the Oz investigation guys. And she wants to go out to stop them. Um... They, both Hero and Troa, think that she's crazy going out 1 verse 30 against superior numbers, but she does it anyway because her mission was to go get Hero to Zex, and she's in love with Zex. And she Um, wants to die for Zex because everyone's somewhat suicidal. Yeah, so they get out and they... Everyone has a death wish in this show. Yeah. 
Uh, she goes out with her mook friend. They go against the Oz suits that are trailing them. They blow off some shit up. Noid's wingman gets shot down, and she, of course, wants to go protect him. Also, but, like, I didn't realize this till later, but he got shot down by Acht, the Nazi inspector. Oh, he was, yeah. It yeah, looks that like was I a guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a um, mobile suit now. Don't worry. It means he's going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wingman gets shot down. She follows him, and she's like, I'm going to protect you. But there's like 30 suits that the inspector guy chased after her. Uh, the guy back on the Oz shuttle wants to go help, but Tro is like, this is breaking orders. You were supposed to bring us to Zex. But they turn around anyway. And, and Tro wants- is like, he's weak. Yeah, he's channeling Wu Fei. <laughs> Yeah, so they turn around, uh, Noin surrenders, but the uh, Nazi inspector guy says that the, you've betrayed Romafeller and I'm going to kill you and got to kill Zex. And Noin's like, you, I won't let you kill Zex. And he's like, ah, oh, so he is here. And Noin's like, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, the shuttle actually, this is kind of funny, the shuttle flies down like above ground level and shoots a bunch of Oz suits with the laser gun it has at the top of it. Yeah, Oz shuttles, baby. Heavily yeah. armed. Hell yeah. But, um, it gets shot down, and uh, Troa jumps out of it in the heavy arms and shoots everybody up. And the guy freaks out because that's a Gundam. What's a Gundam doing here? The Gundam's too strong. We have to tell people the Gundam is killing everybody. Yo, but that Gundam. It's pretty Gundam. Yeah. Uh, Gundam. He yells, there's a Gundam here, and then he gets Beybladed. This is <laughs> the first piece of new animation that Heavy Arms has had like, yeah, in heavy 10 Arms episodes. Heavy Arms has two pieces of animation. He has the shoot to the left and shoot up to the right, and he has the open front chest pods right. and shoot. Turn, Those are the only two. shoot off screen to the right. <laughs> Yeah, but this one's new. It actually, he uh, pulls out the la- the uh, wrist blade and fucking, like, spin Beyblades the guy down. <laughs> There's a Gundam here! And then, and then he's Troa like... immediately has a, like, fucking morality conflict moment. He's like, why do I have to keep fighting? And then, while the Heavy Arms is standing there, he opens the cockpit and then rolls out of it, falling down, like, 30 feet onto In his Antarctica, side. In Antarctica, in a t-shirt. Like, he's taking his coat off at this point. Yeah, and then he asks, he's like... Noin comes over. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Noin, you have to reload this so the hero can fight sex." And Noin's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and then there's a shot of hero walking away. <laughs> yeah, that is just never revisited. But never, because ha- you just go back in the next episode, and they're on the ship again, the the shuttle again. All right, yeah. let's go have a meaningless battle. Yeah. Yeah. So this next episode is just a bunch of nothing. Uh, episode sixteen. Episode starts- sixteen. A meaningless battle. <laughs> no, yet- the title is a sorrowful battle, but. Yet, oh my god! I misread that. Despite <laughs> nothing happening in this battle, you can tell this is where all the budget went. Yeah. Yeah. No, they actually drew stuff for this, which is. Sad because this episode's useless, yeah. Uh, so they're all back on the shuttle. I guess the shuttle took off. Who knows? They're about to land at Zex base. Uh, Tro and Hero think that Noin's as like, wow, the, uh, Oz actually has a competent commander in Noin. <laughs> Noin. Someone sure. has right. done anything correctly. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> it's yeah, a bar, this is but, news. Yeah. Um, so they offload heavy arms. <laughs> Zex is there waiting. They introduce each other. Tro is like, are we supposed to shake hands? And Zex's like, no, it's cool. <laughs> nah. Um... <laughs> Zex knows um, that Hero is an ally or an alias of the old politicians. Like, that's not your real name. He's then, the only one who seems to know about that. Right. Yeah. yeah, so he's like, that's not your real name. And Hero's like, well, is Zex Marquis your real name? And he's like, haha, got me. Um, <laughs> wow, we just have just so like, much in common here. I wonder if something's being set up. Yeah, so they bring uh, the two of them to the rebuilt wing. And Hero's surprised to see that it's being rebuilt. Uh, they introduce Miser the Mechanic. Uh, I don't even know why they named him, because this guy is not important. <laughs> um, they say that Wing... Uh, he's like, yeah, Wing's done. It's ready to go whenever. Uh, Zex is like, not. okay, cool. We'll Whatever. Shoot. We'll, yeah, we'll fight tomorrow morning. 
Uh, Noin's like, okay, uh, shouldn't you say to Zex that you're thankful that, you know, she rebuilt your Gundam for you? And Hero has the line, I'll thank Zex in my own way. I'll kill Zex. That will be my thanks. And then Zex turns, it's like, yeah, that's fine. That's the good shit. (laughs) (laughs) For what it's worth, I like to imagine Zex is just bullshitting. (laughs) No, no, no. It's crazy in a non Zex way. Also pay it possibly. (laughs) too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, God, it's so wild of just, I'm going to do the thing I plan on doing. I'm going to kill him. And then turn around and be like, Yeah, "Yeah, no, I have that. Sounds good. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) It um, feels like some kids doing trash talk. I think that's the thing, is a lot of times these two, it feels like they're trying to trash talk. But the problem is. 19, so yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not somebody being like, yo, catch these hands, bitch. It's like these guys being like, I'm going to end your fucking life. And another guy being like, yeah, I like it when you you say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Hero's like, I've never shaken hands with anyone's before. And uh, Noin, Noin has this thing like in the corner. She's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I don't want Zex to die because you know Obviously. I love him and we're at the same time and all that. But I don't want this hero guy to die either. He's kind of cool. Well, I better make sure neither of these idiots dies. Yeah. And yet she'll do nothing to stop them from killing each other. <laughs> We've tried nothing and it hasn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, somehow Relena flew to Victoria Base and just landed there. Yeah, so, you know it's cool." Um, is asking about the destroyed Wayne. She wants to meet with Zex, but Zex isn't there. And so she wants to meet with Noin, but Noin isn't there. The butler during the scene just gets a phone call and they leave because I guess they realize somehow the butler figured out he's in Antarctica. There's no detective work here. It literally just gets solved while Relaine is fucking around yelling at people. (laughs) Uh, They leave on their jet to go to Antarctica. By the way, Relaine has this like private Learjet that just she can fly anywhere. Of course. Yeah. Um, the guy that they were talking to calls Noin to tell them that these two idiots are on their way. Um, she thinks that people, uh, Noin thinks that people are going to be out for Zex now that he's defending the Gundam. Because I guess this rumor just was out everywhere. Everybody knows that Zex is making Gundams now. Yep. Um, Zex is just fucking flip sides out of He's not really kind flip sides. It's just that Trey's just kind of lets him do what he wants. And what yeah. he wants right now is to fight Hero. So, Basically. Yeah. Um, so as she gets off the phone, Zex shows up and talks to her. Uh, they talk about the aesthetic sense of war. I have no idea what they were talking about here. Um, Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry. The show doesn't know what they're talking about either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're saying like, you know, these wow, pilots cool are monologue. desperate and suicidal. And then like, I'm weak because I'm not suicidal. I don't know what Zex was talking about. There's a lot of monologues in this show where the characters say things that I feel like are just kind of supposed to evoke like a little bit of a oh look it's philosophy yeah. teens oh, but then God, like yeah. it's not philosophy any kind at all. of closer yeah at any kind of closer inspection you're like oh this is all bullshit casually looking at it yeah <laughs> yeah so knowing was saying something the effect of like oh they're suicidal because they're trying to protect the colonies with all their all they have and zex is like i need to protect someone too but i don't know what he's going on with um he wants to fight without interruptions and, like, listen, knowing tomorrow we may be interrupted by that crazy Nazi Inspector General guy's troops, so, like, you know, prevent that. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, also, your crazy sister's coming. And he's like, fuck, you should stop her from doing anything <laughs> stupid. Um, and knowing is like, Zek's most important person is Relena, which is dumb because he's never shown any real, I don't know, love for her. Has no. he met her? 
No, like I mean, he sent Noin to Russia to you know go be her chaperone. He's, but, he's like, sort that's of protecting it. her, but it, yeah, like it's but not very well. No, <laughs> like so <laughs> many times true. she's been in incredible danger, and the Oz forces have been nowhere to do anything. Or a lot of times the Oz forces are a large component <laughs> of why problem. she is in danger. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, elsewhere, Hero is taking a look at his new rebuilt wing. Um, he notes to the mechanic that the self-destruct isn't set up, and the guy's like, yeah, we didn't put that back in. You and idiot, so, you moron. <laughs> yeah. Hero decides, like, oh, I'm going to use the heavy arms then. And uh, Tro is like, all this generosity is blurring the fight. He's strong, not wanting to use charity suit. Uh, once Just, again, Free suit Hero. for you, Jim. Hero is the best, most awesomest person in the world. That decision this Hero just made, it was good, actually. One of one of the most common mistakes in media is thinking not accepting help from others is strength, when in fact, oftentimes, the strongest thing to do is have humility and accept help from others. <laughs> the show is written for 15-year-old Stai. This is absolutely beyond <laughs> Gundam Wing, yeah. I was like, Gundam Wing will never have an inkling of that concept. <laughs> yeah, so Zex is thinking the hero doesn't want charity, and he's fine with it, whatever. Uh, he's still going to get his fight. Uh, the guy, uh, oh, so, yeah, the mechanic guy is like, okay, so since Wayne's not being used, should we use the parts to fix Talgeese's left arm, which is yeah, so fucked up? Yeah, I don't know if, if it was mentioned, he took apart Talgeese's arm so that Wing could have a functional arm. Yeah. yeah, and Zex wrote it off as like, oh, back when we fought at Edwards' base, my left arm was busted then, and this is a continuation of the fight, because he it? doesn't want any handicap. Was I, it yeah. busted? <laughs> because we saw nothing of that fight. Yeah, I'll take his word for it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough, Zex. <laughs> So, Hero is fixing heavy arms with a screwdriver, which I fucking laughed at. Um, his arm starts bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his arm starts bleeding. And Troy's like, listen, I'll just fucking fix this for you. You go sleep. So, Hero goes and sleeps on someone's bed. Who knows? We cut to the next day. It's showdown time. Heavy arms and tall geese are outside. They're ready to fight. Um, I'm just going to skip over most of this fight. Hero is struggling because of the arm situation he has. They cut over to annoying saying this battle has gone on for three hours God. and tries over in the corner there's like this is the most meaningless bullshit i've ever seen in my life why are they doing this also the fight is really not good for the record it's like heavy arms kind of showing why it's not a fun suit to watch in motion it like, shoots with his guns and then it shoots like, with his guns compare compare watching something like Heavy Arms Gundam, which is just made out of guns and has, like, some melee capabilities, but in general it just shoots. points and then shoots. Compare that to watching fucking Burning Gundam, man. When it was doing <laughs> Kung, hot okay. Kung I feel Fu like that's stunts, a bit of an unfair comparison. <laughs> fucking throwing out Bitatsu, baby! Even compared to, like, the saying, wing or the tall geese, which fly yeah, around exactly. and have a gun and a beam saber and everything. Ones, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it, it's, it sucks so bad yeah. because Heavy Arm... Heavy Arm's Gundam, like, makes everything it's involved with worse by being such a bad Gundam yeah. And this is the first, like, big Gundam v. Gundam fight that they actually put budget into. And yeah. it's fucking heavy arms! And it's heavy yeah. arms. The thing about Wing, though, it's... Wing's animation style, just to get off topic for a second, is it, like, the exact opposite of G Gundam's? G Gundam's designs were simple, but there was a lot of animation unique to the, uh, mm-hmm. the fights and stuff. Wing is the exact opposite, where all the stills look really nice, but when it time, it's time to do animation, it looks like fucking shit. And there's two yeah. of them. You just yeah. use and those like, two animations, the and you'll shit, be fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tro is talking about how this fight's meaningless, and like they're going to get on the Oz's bad side for rebuilding the Gundam, and Noin's like, yeah, you're right, this is stupid. Yeah. Um, but it's like, listen, the battle will go on until they figure it out. You know, uh, this- like, I am going to stop them. What do you mean I should stop them from killing each other? No. 
Fuck you. Yeah, they have this like pseudo philosophical talk about like soldiers need enemies, and knowing's like no soldiers need someone to protect, and that was there's the so much of, their of arguments. this while shit's happening and. Uh. Yeah. Um, so Hero runs out of bullets, which seems to be a running Weird, theme. Weird, the with- heavy arms ran out of bullets. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Who could have seen that coming? It yeah. never happens. So he flashes back to uh, Troa saying, like, uh, if you run out of bullets, press this button. So he does. The arm falls off and there's a beam saber. So now he just goes and beam sabers in. And they have a sword fight. Um, we cut over to Relena, who's on her jet flying to Antarctica. Oh, she's uh, over the Antarctic at this point. Yeah. She's thinking of Mrs. Novella's note and... It doesn't matter. They're being followed by those Oz search party guys from the Nazi dude. Um, she tells the butler to accelerate, even though there's two mobile suits outside ready to shoot her. <laughs> Which seems like the stupidest idea you could do. Jeez, but... it's the cops. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> those mobile suits get shot down by Wing being piloted by Troev right now. Um, yeah, Troa's like, I'll go stop those guys from interfering with your dumb fight. Yeah. So Troa... <laughs> god, my God. Oh, she here tell, we go. Troa tells her that they're fighting up ahead. Um, and that she's like, she's like, I'm here to stop Hero and Zex from fighting. And like, yeah, they're up ahead. So Hero, while they're having their sword fight, notices that the tall geese's left arm is busted. And this doesn't matter at all. No. Like, they fucking MacGuffined it, but it doesn't matter. Zex knocks the heavy arms down and is about to stab it. And then Relena does the most <laughs> insane shit. She flies her fucking jet between the Tallies and the Heavy Arms right as one of them is about to stab the other. She and opens then, the door and leans out of it. A jet! Yeah. yeah, she opens the door. This jet can hover, I guess. She leans out the door and yells at them to stop fighting. And Hero says, you're in the way, get lost. <laughs> it's... The scene is just... I don't even know how he was able to stop from stabbing this jet, because... There's an incredible (laughs) animation thing in this scene, too, where the jet flies off screen, and then less than a second later, flies into screen, having turned the opposite way, so that Relina can look at Zex, and it's the stupidest looking thing in the world, and I love it. (laughs) So Relina's yelling, she's... She has the door open yelling at him, but she's also on a radio because, of course, they're not going to hear her over the sound of a jet and two Gundams. A jet plane. Yeah. She says to Hero, you have an obligation to read this letter. It will tell you how to live. And Zex is also like, listen, Relaine, you got to get the fuck out of here. We're fighting. But we're she busy. says, like, in the name of the Peacecraft family, you need to stop fighting. And he's like, listen, shut the fuck up and ignores her and starts yeah, fucking that's up. That's where she arms. just wheels the jet straight around. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she starts saying that Zex is dishonorable. Um, someone who gets a call from Noin. Oh, Relena gets a call from Noin. She yells at Noin. Is like, why are you not stopping these two from fighting? They're going to kill Which each fair, other. Fair enough. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. But Noin's like, I'm not going to do this because I believe in Zex. I love Zex. He's going to do whatever. And so this pisses her off and she yells at Hero to defeat the man that is an embarrassment to the Sancti Kingdom because she <laughs> still thinks that Zex is just a knight. Yeah. yeah and she's like, but kill him, Hero! Fuck kill him! him. <laughs> yeah. And so she gets all bloodthirsty, the pacifist that she is. But then mm-hmm. Noin's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And uh, you, you stop that. Zex is your brother. You can't do that. And she is shocked at this because this is the first time she knows that Zex is her brother. Also, God, just... <sighs> Why do we care about this dead kingdom? Is the other thing. This dead kingdom yeah. of it's a dead kingdom of pacifists who apparently are just all fucking trash at being pacifists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
that she is shocked to learn that Zex is her brother. Noin gives the backstory here that we already know as the viewer, but um, the kingdom fell to the Alliance. Uh, Zex vowed revenge uh, against the Alliance. He went to Oz to gain power, to also get inside the Alliance to do the whole coup thing. He took up his name uh, of Zex because his name is Milliard Peacecraft, which is terrible. Um, since Oz has won, knowing feels that uh, Zex now has no purpose other than to fight in the spirit of battle, which is why he remade the Gundam to fight it's Hero. It's sort of like character characterization, like, after the fact, basically. Ex post yeah. facto. I, I feel like I'm missing about ten episodes of <laughs> Zex actually Doing like, all going this? through this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that so would I know be... there's a great shot of Zex Captain Morganing on top of the Oh, yes, it's fantastic. <laughs> He's on like a Leo and he is fucking full, like yeah. 120 degree Captain Morganing. Um, anyway, Relena's like, wow, you tend to know a lot about Zex. Isn't that cool? And he's like, yeah, I love him. I love Zex. And she professes her love to him. Um, so Relena's like, oh, th- that's ah, cool. Perfect. Maybe you should watch him and tell him to stop trying to get himself killed. And, oh, no, attack carriers from Oz have shown up to interrupt the fight again. How did this happen? So Troa shows up in wing, tells both Hero and Zex that, like, listen, there's a hundred of these fuckers. We've got to split up to fight them. And Zex is like, no, fuck that. Hold my beer and flies <laughs> off towards. Yeah, he's like, I'll distract all of them, which is so one you of those things that, like, away. would that work? No. Like, it seems like the Gundams would be more of a high priority than... Oh, Zex is being a weirdo. He, yeah. he also yells, glory to the colonies, as he does this, and I don't understand why. Okay, so in, in, in some respects, this somewhat makes sense because Zex pretended to like the Alliance when he really hated them. Joined Oz yeah. to obviously fuck over the Alliance. And I guess like now that the Alliance is mostly fucked up, he really doesn't have any... Harsh feelings. One, I don't know if he was trying to crib what Hero was doing since he was, you know, saying how cool Hero was earlier in the episode. But yeah, it makes no fucking sense. It's so out of nowhere. He has no attachment to the colonies. He's from Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're, you're right. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he flies off and he yells back to Hero that they'll meet again, and Hero doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Um, Neither do we. So Tro is like, okay, listen, hero, we got to get out of here. He transforms the wing into the bird mode, flight mode, and then Heavy Arm just kind of sketches like Sonic and Tail style yep. out of here. <laughs> yep. They peace so out. <laughs> just grabs onto it and flies it away. It, it looks so goddamn stupid, yep. too. Like, it looks like they're just like, yeah, whatever. Just oh, strap a building to the bottom of this jet plane. That's fine. Yeah, so, fine, no problem. Yeah, Noin uh, calls up Zex. He's like, listen, I'm going to go out my my Leo or whatever and help you. And Zex is like, no, you have to escape with Elena. You must protect her. And now that I found someone to protect, I need her alive, which is stupid because he's going suicidal. I don't know. He's like, I'll surrender after you guys leave and get to safety. And Noin continues to have the hots for him more. Oh, he's so dreamy when he's yeah. flying out to his death. And as she is leaving, Relena is like, oh, it's so cool that Zex, my brother, and Hero, my lover, are done fighting as they one leaves forever and the other goes to get himself killed. She puts her hands on her hips and is like, yep, I solved that problem. <laughs> my work here is done. <laughs> you didn't do anything. These episodes make no fucking sense. Oh, boy. <laughs> and oh, they're going to get so worse. Bad. I legitimately, there was one point where I zoned out for like 
it had only been like 30 seconds and I had to like scroll back because I was convinced I had missed like eight minutes. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> there's, there's so much there's plot no way. that happens off screen and that you're just supposed to take as like, yep, that did That's happen. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. Is it's like, it wasn't that I missed things. It's that I missed people passively kind of mentioning that a really important thing happened. Yep. And instead I get to watch these two dipshits. Have a fight that does nothing and means then nothing. Then multiple people say this is a meaningless battle. And everyone's Yay? like, yes, yes, you're yeah, correct. You're right. But they have to do it anyway but, but because it's in our budget. Yeah. War is just so bad, I guess. So uh, going oh, back well. to what we've been doing, what do you guys think the motivations are for these characters? Oh, right Jesus. Uh, at least three uh, of the gun well, pirates well, don't exist. Yes, exactly. Okay, the one we'll, thing we'll about ignore those guys. Of, the one thing about this set four is you don't see those three at all. Yeah, They're so we'll, we'll ignore Duo and... Uh, Duo, Wufe, Quattro, Bajina. Yeah. yeah, they're all gone. Quattro, Bajina, is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Quattro, Bajina will never be gone. He lives <laughs> on in our hearts. He only lives in my heart. And Char's heart. That guy's heart is great. So Hero is sort of trying to follow his emotions. Um, and I guess now he's actually been delivered a letter that will have the rest of his character motivation. Maybe? Did he actually get that letter? Not yet. It's, uh. I'll go ahead and say that Hero and Relaine are going to be chatting in the next couple episodes. But Okay. okay yeah, okay. makes sense. Fair enough. Um, Relaine's motivation is still just... Really horny. No, that's Someone right. Come right there. Kill horny this. on main. She's she's extremely she horny on main. She also has the motivation of like, oh, I could be a really cool uh, aristocrat now. Maybe mm. I can throw my weight around. My Tro name. is just yeah. along for the ride. Oh, looks like I'm a conservative. Time to be crazy. Yep. <laughs> like that's, I guess, another thing that Relena could be doing at this point. I really don't understand <laughs> Troa because he went from trying to kill himself to be like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore, to being hero's cheerleader. Troa's like, wow, we really, or basically, they were like, we need a second Gundam for Hero to pilot for no reason. Let's give him Troa. Right. Troa is the least interesting, I guess. Remember when Tro was just a fucking clown people threw knives at? That was awesome. That was great. That was so much better. So um, we got Noin, who has the hots for Zex. We have yeah. Zex, oh, yeah. who just wants yeah. to fight Hero. It, the Zex, it was, yeah, Zex, it was explained to us when Noin looked directly at the camera. Uh, yeah, they we, really um, did have to explain Zex to me, because I didn't understand how he went from being yay Oz to being... Fuck Oz, I'm gonna... I mean, I guess he killed those two he's guys. Not, he's not particularly fuck Oz. So, again, Zex's motivation here is he hated the Alliance, but the Alliance has mostly blown up, so that's cool. He so has... So he's around. still working for Oz, but Oz kind of wants to His kill heart's him? not into it anymore. Yeah, so he has a bro, like, thing going on with Trie, which is cool. True. Trie doesn't some really like internal Oz politics. particularly because Oz is kind of crazy, but... Trie yeah. is a Romafeller. I almost said Rockefeller. Um, oh no, don't do that. Yeah. He's a Romafeller, and like Zex may or may not be on the fence, but right now he's right now just wants to fight Hero. And just he's able fight. to do that because of Trie and Romafeller, so he's cool with them. Yep. So Trie wants to be God? I. Yeah, so Trey wants to rule everything, really, with Trey, the rest Trey's of them. is like, well, we really need a villain in this series, so I guess I could do that. Kind of half-heartedly. <laughs> of all the motivations, complex, his is probably the most reasonable. True. <laughs> Just, Just powerful. With all, that said, yeah. with all that said, he still did do a thing where... Well, I beat you at the sword fight. Yeah, you can just leave, though. I'll see you later. He just let <laughs> a fucking baby sit at the end of a pier. And it learned to walk because he did nothing. 
<laughs> God damn, what a genius. Oh, I think Jesus. maybe I think one day you'll it. understand being a parent <laughs> as good as Trey's Kushanada, and you'll just throw your baby right in the lake and cut out the middleman. You know, I'm going to say this before we end, is that we, we kind of had to binge these this week because we got really busy, and I am never doing that again. <laughs> we need it's low hard. doses it's hard. of Gundam. <laughs> Legitimately, for me, this week, I had to, like, I watched one episode, and I was like, oh my god, I have to do something else. Like, I went and labbed combos for 20 minutes, and then I'd watch another episode, clean a little bit, blab some combos, and watch the next one, because, like, I couldn't, I couldn't do them all in a row. It was. This was probably the most nonsensical set of episodes yet, and we watched three of them in a row, and by the end, I was, like, curled up on the couch, like, my brain melting out of my yeah, ears. Yeah, Pat, Pat and I had to stop after the second one, really. Yeah. insane. Like, I finished the final episode and I thought to myself 30 seconds later, oh my god, what even happened? Like, I don't remember what just happened right? in an episode of importance. Because, like, because none like, of it. One crazy thing happened and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And then another crazy thing it happens. It does not give you time to digest. No, it pushes the first crazy thing out and you're like, what the fuck? And then it just keeps going. So every and next then, crazy thing pushes the first one out. It just, it's and just And they gone. never give you the time to process and figure out if the crazy thing is relevant before <laughs> Yeah. another crazy thing happens. It's like when I'm taking notes here, like sometimes I'll put people's names in because I think they're going to be important later and then like they just don't show up ever no, again like that mechanic. And other times like I fail to realize something's important until they bring it back two episodes later. I'm like, oh, fucking, I got to make a note on that now. <laughs> yep. Oh, this was a set. Yeah, so, <laughs> and we have uh, seven, four more next week. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast of the Gundam Heroes. This show sucks. Hey, hey, I didn't pick it because I thought it was good. I picked it because I thought it would be interesting. I think think the exact words uh, you gave us were just like, hey, do you want something that's, you know, going to be legitimately good or something that's going to be fucking wild to talk about? And you know what, Kubo? I got to say. We chose door number two. (laughs) Uh, Gundam Wing has surpassed all expectations of like everyone's like oh yeah the characters make no sense their motivations are all over the place the storytelling is really broken up and segmented and if this wasn't one of the first things to come over to America it never would have it delivers and I was like holy shit y'all weren't kidding yeah this this one this, this one goes out to the real motherfuckers like they really screwed this anime up wow <laughs> Uh, well, next time will be episodes 17 to 20, 20. I believe. Well, till next time, I guess. God help us. Space, space anime? <laughs> I wonder what Lady Moon's doing. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. <laughs>